Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Get Vaccinated, You Fucking Psychopaths. Anyways, uh so, uh skipped last week. Wasn't really much to talk about. Uh nothing much that's not just gonna lead into SummerSlam and TakeOver this coming weekend. So I figured I would just leave it alone and talk about it during today's predictions. Yay. Uh, that's how excited I am for most of it. Uh, I'm excited for the SmackDown part of SummerSlam. Pretty much. Uh, and then part of TakeOver, I guess. Uh, but that's... That's about it. There's, I guess there's a couple Raw matches on here that should be alright. I don't know. Uh, we have ten matches so far for SummerSlam, and we still have SmackDown to go. Uh, they could add a couple matches. I don't know. It seems like we're going to have a really fucking long show. Now, some of these might be on the pre-show. I don't know. Uh, they don't have anything listed for it yet. So, as of right now, they're all on the main show. It starts at 7 p.m. Central, because, you know, normal time. Uh, we don't do weird-ass Eastern time zones here. This is a Central t- Standard Time time Zone podcast, where we we talk in that time zone. So, if you're, if you're from a different time zone, fuck your time zone. You should get better ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, feels like it's going to be a rather long show, and uh, I don't really think that's great, because I don't know what happened to the pay-per-view starting at 6 o'clock. Like, what happened with that? It's just all of a sudden they're starting at 7 o'clock again. They didn't just start being at 6 o'clock when uh, they went to the Thunderdome because of COVID. That was long before this. Is it a peacock thing? Because that's stupid. Like, where is this 7pm start time again coming from? Like, we could legitimately have 12 matches. And yeah. And I say 12 because, well, at least 11. Uh, we might get a, a Nakamura versus Apollo rematch on here because Nakamura won the Intercontinental Championship from Apollo on SmackDown on Friday. Uh, I guess that's cool. I mean, like, I'm enjoying Nakamura with Boogs and so on. Uh, I kind of feel bad for Apollo because, I mean, his uh, they were doing well with him and it just kind of fizzled out. It felt like it just, it, it just, uh, like his push just kind of stopped, and then suddenly he just lost the title on SmackDown. It, it felt like they were going to do bigger things with him. Like, like I don't think they were ever going to, well, they were never going to push him to the world title, the universal title, because obviously Roman is a heel, but felt like they were going to do more with him than they ultimately ended up doing, and everything, suddenly everything, everyone just got, like, stuck in a mid-card of six people just facing each other over and over again, and just got, like, Big E and Apollo and Kevin Owens and uh, Nakamura and Cesaro, it's there, all of them were just kind of cramped together in one spot, uh, felt like they could have like that, if it, it felt like that, just kind of became, I don't know, it felt kind of like mid card hell or something there, where they are all just sitting there doing the same thing for a couple months there. I mean, like every show is do like SmackDown is the obviously the good show, but it still has a few things that are not being done well, and like the mid card, they have good people, but they just seem to. The seems to just be stagnating. The women's division is pretty much three people. Uh, 
the tag division is almost non-existent. The women's tag division is basically dead. Uh, that goes across multiple shows. Uh, the Raw, and then you got Raw, which is garbage from top to bottom. So it's gonna be it's going to be an inter like an interesting show. I I guess like everything I see happening on Raw is so awful. Like I cannot think of one good thing that's on Raw consistently. Where's Asuka, by the way? What the fuck happened there? What's she doing? Nothing? You know you have Asuka, right? Like, she lost the title at WrestleMania and then lost the rematch and she just doesn't exist anymore? What the fuck? Like, she's not involved in the title match. She's not... Thank God she's not in this other thing that's happening. But... Like, what the fuck? I mean, she wasn't money in the bank. And then what? Uh, so. Yeah. Anyways, I was, like I said, we could get Nakamura versus Cruz again. Nakamura would just retain. I don't know if that'll happen. Uh, let's see. What else could we get? We can't... Uh, Tamina and Natalia somehow still have the women's tag titles, even though Natalia has had surgery for something or other, and thus those titles need to be vacated immediately. Tamina can't... That or Tamina has to get us another partner. So the fact that we're not getting, like, a, tur- uh, a, a match for the vacant belts on this show is ridiculous, or... Because the you you can't just you can't just decide for some reason that Natalia for some unknown nepotism reason gets to keep this belt even though she had surgery on something. No, that's not how it works. Those belts are vacant. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. We could have another. I think there's another SmackDown match that we uh, talking about that might happen. Let's let's let me scroll back through this this chat from yesterday and find what it was. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nope, that's it. I'm not scrolling through this any further. Wasting more time here. So, let's just go through the ten matches. We do have some of these might be on the pre-show. Some of them should better be on the pre-show because I don't want to watch all ten of these. Uh... What order should I do this in? Oh. Okay, one of the few matches from Raw that might be okay. AJ Styles and Amos defending the Raw tag titles against Randy Orton and Riddle. I guess shouldn't be bad, at least. Uh, AJ and Amos just won the belts at WrestleMania, and it feels like they've done nothing with them. They've been champions for four months now. They made a big deal about that back then, about Omos being big and tall and stuff. And what have they done since then? Because they don't have a tag team division. There are no tag teams. Uh, you got Viking Raiders who lost. That was an, ent- an entertaining match, at least. And then uh, Randy was gone for a while. Uh, the guys who were in Retribution are now called Extribution, 
whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. So they don't count as a team because nobody knows what the fuck that is. They're feuding with Mustafa Ali and Mansur, who, when did he become part of Raw? He was on that one episode that one time. Suddenly he's on Raw full time and they're pretending they're a team now. Why? So I'm not counting them as a team. They're just people on the show. Like, what the fuck is even going on here? Like, where did this come from? Like, I don't have... I I don't really watch Raw that much, but I should still be able to know what's going on. Where did the... Where did this come from? You're just putting... You're just taking random guys, throwing them at the wall, and seeing what sticks. Like, you're not even trying. Like, who the... What the fuck is even happening here? Like, the... So, like, these are the, like, you have two tag teams, and uh, and then you have the New Day, who's not doing shit now, apparently. Kofi got killed by Bobby Lashley at the last pay-per-view. Still have no idea what he did to earn that, uh, to deserve that. What the fuck was that for? Still have no idea. Uh, and now they're doing fuck all. Big E, who won the Money in the Bank, isn't even on the show, by the way. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll see him backstage doing something. Uh, but I would like to see him having something more significant to do on SummerSlam, considering one Money in the Bank. And, I mean, he's not going to cash in tonight on this show. That's not happening. So, uh, anyways. That was a tangent. Anyways, uh... I guess Randy and Riddle win, because what else is there for AJ and Amos to do? I mean, there's nothing, and then they're going to have nothing for Randy and Riddle to do. There's nothing happening here. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Like, we heard this was coming months ago. I guess nobody wanted it. And, like, I'm not even paying attention to this feud at all. So, like, like, I have Raw on while we're playing Among Us, and, like, I only p- look at it every now and then, and I'm not, this is not a feud I'm paying attention to, because it has Jinder Mahal in it, and nobody cares about Jinder Mahal. Haven't in... Uh, have we ever cared? I mean, even when they tried to make him the world champion for some reason. Nobody cared. Nobody cared then. And now he has two random guys with him. Like, they're not the Bollywood boys, so who the fuck are these guys? Like, they're called Veer and Shanky. The fuck? I've never heard these guys' names before now. I'm just reading this off of Wikipedia. They're Veer and Shanky, and they're banned from ringside, so it's irrelevant. But seriously? This is your names for them? Shanky. Shanky. Guy who goes around and just, like, stabs people or something? Isn't that what Shank means? I don't... Like, why? And, like, okay, so they cost him his money in the bank match. And now McIntyre's just running around with a sword, pointing them at people. Can't use that sword in the match! Like, I don't even like Drew McIntyre! But, like, even he doesn't deserve this shit! Like, this, like... You you built him up so much and gave him the title, like, three different times! In a year! Or at least twice. I don't remember if it's three times. But you gave him the title at least twice. In a year. And this is the shit you're doing with him now. You're wasting all of our... Like, you're wasting our time. With Jinder fucking Mahal. At SummerSlam! Please! Try harder!
Sheamus versus Damian Priest should be okay. I didn't give you a prediction for that match because it's obvious Drew was winning, by the way. Like, they wouldn't have that match if Drew wasn't winning it. Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the U.S. Championship should be a decent match. That that shouldn't be bad, at, at least. It's one of, like, the only two good matches from Raw. Uh, still, Sheamus has also been champion since WrestleMania. And he hasn't done shit with it either. Apparently, he's occasionally had open challenges. Uh, Umberto Carrillo answered it once or something. Who's back now and nobody cared? What is happening on Raw? Like, what are they, like, going for here? Like, SmackDown makes sense. It has some problems, but it makes sense. It has a direction. Raw is literally just a shit show. Like, a variety show of garbage wrestling. You might have some freaking weird-ass random tag team you've never heard of before, or multiple of them. You got some person pretending to be a superhero. You got an Irish guy with a sword uh, going after some Indian guy for no reason with a sword. Uh, Bobby Lashley is defending the world title against an old guy. Fuck. Miz and Morrison are having moist TV? What the fuck? Shit, man. Sheamus has had this belt since WrestleMania. He got hurt somewhere in there and he's wearing some weird-ass mask now. Who cares? Like, why are... Like, the fact that both Sheamus and AJ and Amos have had these titles since WrestleMania, and especially for AJ and Amos, like, RK-Bro became a thing, like, within the a couple of weeks after WrestleMania. And everyone's talking about how they're going to win the tag titles from AJ and Amos at SummerSlam. And they were talking about that in April. Why are we planning their title, like them losing their titles to a team that's forming now and getting, like, getting hot, like right now in April for SummerSlam? Like that, like that team should have been facing AJ and Amos in April. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Stop planning for someone's type, like who just won their belts, for them to lose who they're losing the belts to several months down the line, because then you're gonna have nothing for them in the middle. <laughs> Damien Priest will win, cause why? What the fuck would they do with Sheamus winning? Uh. Nikki, almost a superhero, actually a supervillain, is defending the Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte and Rhea Ripley because, for some reason, they not only gave her money in the bank, which she didn't deserve to win, she cashed in the next night in the main event of Raw. Nobody wanted this! Nobody wanted this! Nikki Cross, at best, is irrelevant. At worst, is a crazy psychopath character we don't want on our television because she's just fucking annoying. And now you, she decides she's a superhero? And she cashes in on someone after they've been beaten down by someone else and takes their belt like that is not superhero behavior like Char- like nobody likes Charlotte and nobody is defending her here but she just got went through an entire match and then Rhea beat 
beat her down afterwards. And a superhero doesn't then come out and challenge them for a belt in that situation. If she's supposed to be a superhero, she she does not cash in after a match. She cashes in by saying when she's going to. That's what a superhero would do, would they not? She's not Deadpool. Jesus. And she won with a diving crossbody, by the way. Nobody wins with diving crossbodies. That's the second time in a year that somebody's won with a diving crossbody. Nobody does that. No. Stop pretending people can suddenly win matches with moves that don't end matches. That is not a finisher. It never has been. It never will be. You can't have matches end with random bullshit moves that have never ended matches before just because someone's gimmick changed. She's done diving crossbodies before. Probably. Have they ever won the match for her? No. Doesn't do it now. So every time someone does a diving crossbody to Charlotte now, I'm going to expect the person to beat Charlotte. And if Charlotte kicks out, I'm going to call bullshit. I'm just saying. Because if a, if a diving crossbody can beat Charlotte once, it has to every time. Otherwise, it's not believable. Sorry. That's how it works now. It's like, there's no reason for me to have belie- believed that that would have actually gotten Nikki Cross the fucking win. She's getting booed at house shows now, by the way. And yet you, gotta re- you have to have realized that was coming. Because her gimmick is terrible. And she got it out of nowhere. She was doing nothing. There's no excuse for this gimmick. And she, she, if she's almost a superhero, she wouldn't have cashed in that way. She's a supervillain. She's already lived long enough to see herself become the villain. It's time to pull the plug. Terrible decisions. And like... As much as it sucks, it has to go back to Charlotte. Doesn't make sense to put it back on Rio. Otherwise, why would you have Charlotte... You wouldn't have Rhea lose it to Charlotte just for Charlotte to lose it to Nikki just for Nikki to lose it back to Rhea. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. That just says you had no idea what the fuck to do with women's money in the bank again. And you wasted it. So, it's gonna have to go back on Charlotte and we're gonna have to hate our lives. Also, it's uh, been four weeks since Money in the Bank. Where the fuck has Liv Morgan been? Where the fuck has Naomi been? Just saying. Haven't seen them. No, that's SmackDown, but I, I don't really care where I'm wearing this. I'm talking about it. I haven't seen... Uh, we saw Tony Storm once. On SmackDown, she had her debut match and hasn't been on since. What the fuck's happening there? We've barely seen Shotzi and Tegan. I know Natalia got hurt, but Shotzi and Tegan should be the champions by now. There's really no excuse for it. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm saying Charlotte wins. I won't be surprised if Nikki retains. Be a terrible idea. But you already gave her the briefcase, and that was a terrible idea. I just, I just want the, I just want these belts to mean anything. But there's only one thing that could happen on Raw where this belt might actually mean something again, and we can hope it. We can hope that shows up after the match. I'm not 
expecting it to happen after the match. Because we, we've been expecting that for months. Uh, and it hasn't happened yet. It'd be more likely to happen on the show after. Uh, supposedly it's happening in October. But the earlier the better at this point. Because it's the only thing that's going to save anything that's happening on Raw. And even, even that won't. Like, that's not going to save it. Because that saves it from the clutches of Charlotte. Okay. But then what? Get the Rhea feud out of the way. And then what? You still got Nikki Cross pretending that she's a superhero. Alexa Bliss is a fucking nutcase. Eva Marie is here for some reason. Piper Niven I feel unbelievably sorry for. I'm not even the biggest Piper Niven fan. Just from what I've seen of her, I, I do think she's good, but like I don't I never watch NXT UK, but the fact that they named her that shit and put her with Eva Marie that that like if that happened to me I would have just left respect the hell out of her for trying to do something with her with this you're never going to do anything good with it but like I guess credit to her for trying it's the best I can do Asuka where the fuck is she we need a draft and we need it fast also Raw needs more writers that can actually write. Uh, Bobby Lashley is defending against Goldberg for no reason. Why they thought this was a good idea, nobody fucking knows. Bobby Lashley will retain. There's no point in this match. Goldberg's not becoming the champion, so stop having him have championship matches! Remember that one time he was at SummerSlam and he beat Dolph Ziggler for no reason? What the fuck was that about? Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss is happening for some reason. God knows why. God knows why they took the worst gimmick they have in the company and are putting them against this person that came back to wrestling that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted her back, and she's back here for some reason? And you're putting her against the worst gimmick in your your fucking company? And, like, what are you what are you expecting out of this besides we want Bray Chance? Like, what are you expecting to get out of this? You're not going to get a good match. You're not getting anything entertaining. And I don't want the crowd to be assholes. I really don't. But what do you think is going to happen? Like, in an ideal world, the crowd will never be assholes. But you know they're going to be if you book shit like this. So, like, nobody in their right mind is enjoying this feud. Whatever this is. I don't even know what's happening. Like, I will not be t watching this match any more than I have to. Like, if it's on the pre-show, I'm definitely not watching it. If it's on the main show, if I watch it, it's going to be me and two, uh, one or two of my friends that are going to be coming over to watch this show making fun of it. Of how awful this is going to be. That's about as much as is going to happen with me actually perceiving this match. Like. Like I. Like. I said. I, I wouldn't. Like I'm not watching. Like I will not watch something. With these two in it. And you're putting them against each other. So I guess. I should be thanking you for putting them against each other. So it's only affecting one match. And not two. How 
don't even know what to say about this. It's that terrible. Like, on one hand, you have Alexa Bliss, who they thieved the Fiend character and put onto her. And I'm not going to blame Alexa Bliss about Bray getting released. There's still fucked up shit here. It's not her fault that that happened. At the same time, she shouldn't be using this character anymore. She shouldn't have been anyway, but she absolutely shouldn't be now, given that he's gone. Uh, And it's a... It's awful. Everything about it is awful. She so on a stupid swing set, pretending to be like intimidating with pretend supernatural powers, which she doesn't actually have. She has a stupid ass doll who winks, apparently, and that scares people for some reason. And she's going against Eva Marie, who, as we all know can't wrestle for shit, that's what, like, that's her thing, is that she doesn't know how to wrestle. Like, that's literally her gimmick, has always been. Even when she, she, we suddenly saw that she was training with Brian Kendrick or something, and it made it seem like she could wrestle, she came back, she still couldn't wrestle. So, and she, she's training Piper Niven, who Piper Niven can actually wrestle whether she's the best wrestler in the world, it doesn't matter. She actually knows what she's doing. And you gave her some shitty-ass name, Dewdrop, that's not even spelled properly. And, and like, you have to assume that's given to her because she's, she's a bigger person. And, like, that's fucked up to begin with. And then you... She knows what she's doing, and she's being trained by someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And, again, Eva Marie came back. Nobody wanted her back. Like, that was a threat. She's a terrible human being. Trump supporter. Why should we want... Like, there's no good... There's no reason to like Eva Marie. Like, this match is, like, dead on arrival. Like... It might as well be Charmel versus Jenna Maraska. What do you think's gonna happen here? Like this is a ruddy, worst a worst match of the year content uh, candidate. I don't know who's going to win this match. I don't care who's going to win this match. All I know is that the winner is certainly not the fans. Go Meteor. On to actually good matches. Uh, Bottom of that list being the Usos versus the Mysterios, which I don't know why we're getting again. To be honest, uh, the Usos won at Money in the Bank, and that should have been the end of it, really. We really don't need this match again. I don't know why the the Usos' time is being wasted with the Mysterios still. Mysterios who had that stupid-ass special entrance at Money in the Bank just to lose. I don't know. I the, it's probably just because Roman's busy with John Cena and not like someone else on the roster. Uh, I do feel like they haven't made a big enough deal of the fact that Roman and the Usos all have belts. It felt like that should have been a way bigger deal than it, it's proven to be so far. I think it will when SummerSlam is over. It will be a bigger deal then uh but right now they seem to be separate whereas up until money in the bank they were all together all the time and for the past several weeks that does not fe- that has not felt to be the case it's like the usos have been just dealing with the mysterios 
ever since then, even though they won the belts from them, they should have just, like, moved on. And then Roman's been dealing with Cena by himself. Again, after the show is over, I think that's going to stop. And we're going to go back to how it was, and everyone, they're going to be back to in one big storyline. But it, like... Whereas before it seemed like we were having a big Roman and the Uso storyline where that's ultimately going to culminate with Roman versus Jey Uso again somewhere down the line. Uh, that's diverged on two paths right now. Uh, the Usos will retain. I hope. I don't think the Mysterials will win the belts back. It feels like they might be going... With uh, Dominic, is might be turning against Ray storyline, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, and we got uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins has been really, really good story-wise. And, like, obviously they're going to... I'm sure in the video package they'll show that stuff from 2014. Like, I would like that to be part of it. It's like, it's been part of the story, but, uh, I, I've, I've enjoyed everything that they've done, done outside of the fact that it took Seth, like, caused interfering in that, in the match at Money in the Bank twice. That should have just happened once. But, uh, this, this has been very entertaining. Uh, hmm. I feel like Edge will... Like, Edge probably has to win this. Oh, I just clicked on... I just clicked on something weird. Sorry. Uh, I feel like Edge will probably win this, even though it would probably be better if Seth won going forward, because... I don't know. Is Edge going to be on shows again... Immediately after this, or is this going to be Edge's last match for a little bit? It's like, because after some, I don't know, after SummerSlam, he could be off TV again for a bit. And if he's going to be off TV, he should probably lose. But then also, if he if he loses this match and he's off TV for a while, that probably means he's going to have to have another match with Seth when he comes back. I don't want to have, like, Edge, like, show up, lose to somebody, sh- disappear for a while, and then come back and have to face that guy again and win th- against that guy, and then be on TV for a while, lose to some guy, and disappear for a while, come back, face, beat that guy that just sent him away the last time. We I don't want to see, I don't want that to happen every damn time. That would get kind of re- repetitive and just predictable. So... I'm going to predict that Edge wins, but I would not be surprised if Seth did instead. Uh, and the more Seth loses, the more insane he'll get. So uh, just let that happen. Uh, Bianca defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Uh, took them long enough to have Sasha come back. Uh we just expected it to happen every week after running the make happen and it took like three weeks. And then they had that here just like show up and be friends with her for a minute and then not be friends at the very end of the show, which was weird. Not unexpected, but uh, like, again, I'm not, I'm not going to knock that because it was the first show that she was back to besides WrestleMania that had fans, so you knew she was going to get a big pop. So I guess they just planned it for that. Uh, planned for the fact that she was going to get a huge reaction from the fans. So I guess... Whereas, like, it still would have been better if she came back and just attacked Bianca as and because obviously she's the heel. But at the same time, fans are fans. So they planned for that. And I can't really blame them. So, uh, that being said, as far as the rematch is concerned, I can't imagine that they're going to put the belt back on Sasha. Like, 
they're doing the match again. Obviously, it was a great match at WrestleMania. This match will be great, too. I just, I can't see why they would just put the, like, I don't really know what they're going to do after the, after SummerSlam with the SmackDown Women's Division, because just like, like, it's also a mess because it has, like, three people, it seems like, like, they, they have not done well enough to, to build outside of the main people that they have. And they need to do way better than that. And, like, Raw's division is a mess. And SmackDown's division is basically... It just feels like non-existent. And I don't know which one's better. You have one that's a complete mess and one that basically doesn't exist. So, uh... And, like, you don't have anyone that's just, like, waiting in the wings to be the next, like, big challenger. Like, it should be Naomi, obviously, because, like, who the fuck else is there also? Uh, I mean, Tony at some point, but Tony has had one match. So, it can't be her. We need, it, we need this draft to happen immediately. We need more people from NXT to show up. And if NXT is going to be different, apparently, you might as well call up as many people as you can to make it actually be different and get as much of those people from NXT as you can to fling out the rosters, get better writers, figure out how to do, and then figure out how to actually run your damn shows, especially on Raw, and then fix what fix the problems SmackDown does have. <sighs> So, yeah, like, Bianca has to win. There, it doesn't really make any sense to just have Sasha come back three, and then three weeks just win the belt back. Doesn't doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, and then, finally, we have our main event, Roman Reigns defending against John Cena, which, I mean, obviously, the winner is obvious, so that's... that's I don't have many knocks against this match. I'm actually excited for it for the most part. I do have some problems with it, and I, I'm not looking forward to it as much as I'm looking forward to Edge versus Seth Rollins or Sasha versus Bianca, but I am looking forward to this. Uh, it's definitely the best men's title match that they have for the show. I don't have the problem that Roman Reigns is defending against John Cena. I don't have a problem that it's not a triple threat match. Just I, I, I do want to know what the fuck is happening with Finn Balor, because I don't think he showed up on SmackDown, and he was supposed to have a bone to pick with John Cena, and nothing seemed to happen from there. I don't have a problem that this isn't Roman versus Finn Balor. You don't start a story with Roman and John Cena, and then just completely deflect it into something else that's weird. Uh, just for the sake of it. Like... This this isn't, and I'm not saying, that's not the same as Daniel Bryan ending up in a title match at WrestleMania 30 or 37. Uh, those two things absolutely should have happened, but Finn Balor just randomly, like, that was part of a story they created and they didn't fuck him over. Uh, it's not the same thing. Uh, he Still, narratively, he, needs, he has to have a problem with John Cena having this match and, like, they need to do something about that. And I think it could have been a, done a better way than what they did. But you started the story and you have to finish it. Unless you were like heard the reactions it was getting and decided to do it later, like WrestleMania, that, and then you were going to deflect into Roman versus Finn instead because of that that would have made sense but you're not doing that so that's besides the point uh outside of like it's obvious who wins this hopefully something big will happen afterwards but uh the the mic work has left somewhat to be desired specifically from Cena uh like it, okay. So the 
Roman saying the the whole missionary thing every single night thing that was hilarious the first time. And then it went, and then it was like Cena responding to it the first time. Okay, yeah, he asked. I mean, you you say that you have to respond to it. That was okay. That's funny, but you don't have to keep going falling back to that. Like I think it's been mentioned like two other times since then. I'm like, you don't need to keep talking about it now. And you didn't need to bring Nikki Bella into this shit either, because, no. Uh, my main problem with this is John Cena pretending like he's this anti-authority guy now or something, or, like, a, pr- trying to be, like, against the face of the company... And, like, he's basically putting himself in the CM Punk role, essentially, and calling out Roman Reigns for what CM Punk called him out for, essentially that kind of shit. And, like, oh, they've been pushing you for ten years, and uh, it hasn't been working, and all of this shit. When John Cena was that for over a decade, and that just doesn't work for me. I'm so, that just it doesn't. Like, I don't mind that this match is happening. I'm looking forward to it. Just you can't have someone come back and go against the face of the company and call about how this isn't working and the fans don't like you. When you were the exact definition of that a decade ago, it doesn't work. And also, you saying that it's not working, the Roman Reigns push is not working, is absolutely bullshit. Roman Reigns is the best thing in North American wrestling right now, and everyone knows that unless they're a psychopath. I don't have, like... The only people who don't realize that are AEW fanboys, and AEW fanboys suck. Like, like, I understand why people didn't like Roman Reigns several years ago, and their points about that are valid several years ago, but the run he, Roman Reigns has been on since he's been back and has been a heel has been amazing and if you think that and if you disagree with that i'm sorry but you're wrong it's not a matter of opinion and if if you think he's going on some kind of reign of terror you owe me a hundred dollars and every time you say that you owe me another hundred dollars that's how it works now hope you know that every time i hear roman reigns reign of terror a hundred dollars just how it works now, guys. It is absolutely the best thing that's happening in North American wrestling. It's not better than stardom, but it's the best thing that's, ha- that's happening in North American wrestling right now, especially among men's wrestling. It's better than anything in AEW. By far. Doesn't matter what might be happening the night before this show. It's better than that, too. There is many things that this company is doing wrong right now. But one of few things that it's doing absolutely 100% right. And I know this might blow some of your fucking minds. It's Roman fucking Reigns. Let that sink in. Anyways, that's all for the SummerSlam predictions. I'm going to save this, because we're at 50 minutes already, uh, before we talk about TakeOver, which is on Sunday instead of Saturday, which is strange a little bit. But, I mean, SummerSlam is on Saturday for some reason, so... Here we are.
All right, let's uh, get some TakeOver 36 predictions out of the way because I care about it clearly less than SummerSlam. TakeOver 36, which doesn't have a name for some reason. Uh, we have five matches for it so far. A couple of the matches that... Last week I was thinking, like, this TakeOver could have, like, seven different matches on it. Uh... Some of the matches are actually happening uh, tomorrow night on NXT. So uh, we might get, I think we'll get like one other match, which might happen on the pre-show or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but we'll pro- we might get the finals of the breakout tournament on here. That or it might just be on the episode after TakeOver. Uh, that being said, I, I should address the fact that apparently, and people keep talking about this, but I don't see it. I haven't seen any evidence of this happening on the show itself. Is that reportedly NXT is about to change big time and it's going to stop featuring older talent, I guess, or something like that. They're going to just try to start focusing mainly on younger guys that could main event WrestleMania someday or some shit like that, and they probably won't be short. Something like that. So, like, we're about to... I don't know. It, it feels like we're about to just, like, nuke everything that it actually is right now. And help... Like, maybe this would... Like, this could end up being the last takeover? If that's the case? I don't know. Uh, like, I don't... But, I mean, like, if you're gonna... If we're doing this to... Like, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. You can't just stop having NXT takeovers. Like, like, what the fuck did he do all this for if you're just going to be like, ah, eh, fuck, fuck all that shit. Re- remember when NXT was, like, the most amazing thing we had? Hasn't been that for a long time anyway, but, uh, but remember those days? That was a thing once. Uh, eh, let's just, let's just, uh, stop trying to do that. Not that, again, they're not doing that right now. Uh, but, like, we're going to try to focus on people who could... Folk main event WrestleMania one day, but let's not carry cross. Uh, anyways, uh, so like we might get the finals of the breakout tournament here. I'm not really gonna try to predict that. I've been enjoying that. I'm just gonna leave that alone. Uh, I hope. Uh, what's the guy? Duke. I hope Duke Hudson wins. That's who I want to win. Uh, but. Uh, we're just going to focus on the five matches that are listed here. Uh, and I'm, I don't even think this is going to take that long to talk about. Certainly not as long as the SummerSlam stuff ha- was. Uh, LA Knight defending the meaningless piece of metal million dollar championship against Cameron Grimes again. And if Cameron Grimes loses again, then Ted DiBiase will become LA Knight's butler instead or something, Cameron Grimes will finally win, because of it It, it couldn't be Cameron Grimes' uh, integrity at stake. It has to be some old guy who, old rich guy's integrity that has to be at stake for this guy to win, I guess. That, that makes sense. Yeah, Cameron Grimes wins. whoop de fucking do uh, Get rid of LA Knight, please. Uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT UK Championship is happening on this show, and uh, like this this guy might actually beat Walter, and this guy just lost to Pete Dunne clean last week in the main event. Why? There's no excuse for that. Oh, Walter, in uh showed up and distracted him. Yeah, and then Pete tried to hit his fucking finisher and Dragunov countered that and thus after that was no longer distracted and lost anyway. So, he lost clean. And this guy might be Walter, who's held that championship for over two years. Yeah. That makes sense. 
makes a hell of a lot of sense. I don't really care because I don't watch NXT UK, but... I'm just going to hope Walter retains because... Otherwise, that's stupid. Uh, I guess he probably will lose just because they have to make... Because Walter has to lose sometime? Eventually? I mean, I guess he doesn't have to, but... It's been two years. What more can you do? Uh... Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in a three stages of hell match. And it's just a normal match and a street fight and a cage match. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Like, we totally haven't seen them have a normal match already, so that's, that's not repetitive. And, you know, that... Uh, that unsanctioned match is totally not the same thing as a street fight. That's totally not the same. So why not just have the cage match? Which isn't that interesting to begin with. Remember, no more cage matches 2021. And you just put a cage match. You know what? I have to hope this goes two straight falls. I don't care who wins, but whoever wins the first fall better win the second fall because no more cage matches 2021 and whoever the person who wins that first match who if you lose that second match i hope you i hope you get released because no more cage matches 2021 i don't care who you are i like both these guys but whoever if whoever loses the second fall if they won the first fall i hate you it's just the way it has to be. No more cage matches 2021. Get on board or fuck it. I'll cancel you. I'm going to cancel the, per- I'm going to cancel the person if, if, if they, uh, uh, end up making a cage match happen. I've canceled cage matches. So if you make a cage match happen, I'm canceling you. Cause you know, cancel culture totally exists. It's the real thing. It affects people so badly that they totally don't have jobs after they get canceled, even though they keep getting jobs. And cancel culture doesn't exist whatsoever. It's just some things that crazy psychopath Republicans keep trying to say about. It's a Republican myth, because Republicans are fucking psychopaths. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly wins, and nothing happens because it's not a loser leaves NXT match, which this should have been. Because Adam Cole shouldn't be on the main roster, or who the fuck cares at this point? Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is finally defending the NXT Women's Championship against Dakota Kai. And for some reason, they think Raquel Gonzalez is the face, even though Dakota Kai is beloved by all. And everyone with the brain hates Raquel Gonzalez because she's terrible and for some reason wants to keep showing us her back for some reason. I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, everyone's like, Dakota Kai hit her from behind. Attacked her from behind. She's the bad guy. No. Raquel Gonzalez loves showing us her back so much that her back is actually her front. And Dakota attacked her from the front. Get with it. Obviously, Dakota attacked her from the front. Otherwise, she wouldn't pose like that when she gets in the ring. Nobody cares about her fucking back. But apparently, we're supposed to see it. This is how dumb Raquel Gonzalez is that I'm ranting about her her posing not facing us. This is how dumb she is. How bad she is. is. This is where we are. I know how dumb this sounds, that I'm, rant- I'm literally ranting about the fact that she, her entrance involves her, like, posing, facing away from us. It, it sounds dumb as fuck, right? That's what happens when you have bad wrestlers. Rant about stupid bullshit like that. 
And I'd really, really, really love to say that Dakota Kai is going to win this match. I'd really love to say that, because if anyone in that division deserves the Women's Championship, it's Dakota frickin' Kai. The big dog, the tribal chief. I don't know how that meme started, but Dakota Kai is the, is the big dog. <laughs> but still, regardless, uh... I would really love to say, because she absolutely deserves that more than anyone in that division right now. I just, I can't see it. Like, they're making a big deal about her kick in the corner right now. And that's not her finisher. Her finisher is the go-to-kick. And they're making this big deal... Because this is this is the move that she hit Raquel with the break, to do the breakup, and then she beat Saray with it last week, and that's it might have been her finisher at one point, but it's not anymore, and I just I just know that the finish of this match is going to be her going for that kick in the corner, and she's gonna get that kick up. And like it's, it might even maybe it'll even hit Raquel, but she she's it's gonna go like right past her face. Raquel's gonna grab her by the leg and just lift her up in the power bomb, and that's gonna be it. Just like I knew that she was going to catch Ember Moon out of an eclipse, and then shift her around and hit her with the power bomb too. And that's what happened in the Ember Moon match. And I just know that's what's going to happen with this match. We can hope that I'm wrong. And that Raquel's going to go up to the main roster. And ruin, hopefully help ruin Raw some more. And hopefully she'll go on Raw and away from the people that I like. But I just... Like, why else are they making a big deal about the kick? In, when that's not her actual finisher. Like, like I get that that's what she used to to attack Raquel to begin with, given the situation. But then she beats Array with it when it wasn't her finisher. Why else? Why else would she do? Why they have her do that when she could have just beaten Saray with her actual finisher? I'm sorry, guys. It's not gonna go the way it should go. It's just gonna be more pain. And Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. I don't know. Like, Karrion Cross is on the main roster now, so realistically, he should lose. I mean, that would seem logical. But is that going to happen? Like, and then we're going to have Samoa Joe being the first person to win the NXT Championship three times? I mean, like, I love Samoa Joe, but like, then, like, then what? What's Samoa Joe going to do with the belt? Maybe he'll just vacate it. I don't know. I really don't know how, I don't really don't know how to call this one. It should be easy and just say Samoa Joe, because carrying crust on the main roster, ruining Raw. There's really no reason for him to stay there. Uh, they could easily just have Cross vacate the belt. Had just have Regal strip him of the belt. You can do that. Logically, that makes more sense than Joe beating him. But, I mean, he's already lost on the main roster twice. I don't know. That belt has to come off of him somehow.
does it and it really doesn't make sense for them to ha- just have Joe beat him when someone else could have but again he's already lost to people in the main roster twice so it really doesn't matter I'm just going to hope Joe beats him, but if he doesn't, that belt has to come off of him sooner rather than later because he's on the main roster and he can't just keep going back and forth. So. I'm going to say cross retains, but I'm going to hope Joe beats him. And that's just all there is to it. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's takeover. That's. SummerSlam predictions. Uh, obviously, reviews next week. Hooray. Hopefully, these shows don't suck. All right. Have a good night.